On this first episode of the Proper Gentleman Podcast, the gents sit down and discuss the memories of the childhood dreamland Toys R Us. We reminisce over aisles of action figures, lots of Legos, and a vast array of video games. We gush over the big toy book, our mind is blown over new info about the Nick Big Toy Run, and we break down the shady origin of Jeffrey the Giraffe. We also dig into Batfleck, a Mighty Morphin sequel, and a Tom Cruise Green Lantern. It's all coming up on the Proper Gentleman Podcast. Got the green light. Let's go. All right. Well, here we go. Hello, Radio Land. This is a historic occasion. You want to know why? Because you are listening to the inaugural episode of the Proper Gentleman Podcast. Woo! Yeah. I can hear, I can hear right. that. Hear that applause. Uh, we are the Proper Gentlemen. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves. This is Jeff Wright. This is Jake Villawald. This is Stephen Webster. This is Zach Matthews. I'm I'm in a computer. <laughs> Zach is yeah. So yeah, do not do not touch that dial. Zach is in a computer, so he purposefully sounds like that. And I am Matt Webster, uh, your host for this evening. Uh, and typically, what we like to do on the Proper Gentleman podcast is we sit down and we discuss movies, comics, music, sports, and and really all the essential questions of life. Um, our aim is to really kick you right in your nostalgia bone. Wouldn't you guys agree? Mm-hmm. I sure would. Oh love yeah. To. All right. Well, we intend to do that on this first episode, and we got our boots on, and we're uh, ready to do some kicking. You guys ready? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, before we get into the main event for the evening, there's uh, there's some some rumblings in the, in the comic book movie world and in the comic world, really. Uh, Steven, what can you tell us about the news of Ben Affleck, who's now again attached to the standalone Batman movie? as well as the recent news of Oscar Isaac getting announced as a Batman villain. Um, I think it's pretty, it's still exciting because he hasn't been completely gone from it. So it's nice to see that he still has some footing because I think we can all agree and a lot of people uh, would think that his portrayal of Batman has been one of the shining mm-hmm. parts of yeah, the DCU sure. right now. Absolutely. So it's exciting that he's still a part of it. Matt Reeves, the director of what's been known now as the Batman, has said as um, recently as a, a week or so ago that uh, Ben Affleck is still a part of the project. It's just his role is undetermined right now because he wants to go with like a, a younger Batman. Right. But uh, it's just great to see that he's still a part of the project. Um, unfortunately, he's in... Um, rehab right now unfortunately just because you know it came to he's in rehab but it's good for him that he's taking the necessary yeah. steps and it's an it's an in-treatment facility so it, it's still up in the air what his role will be but he's still he's attached to, to it work towards. yeah Absolutely. oh yeah yeah thoughts on Oscar Isaac, what do you what do you think? What role is he going to play? They just said a villain. He is. So he, my my pick is Clayface. He is a chameleon. He honestly could play anybody. Um, I mean, I think it would be pretty awesome to see him as like a Clayface because we've never seen Clayface sure. live action. But I 
gosh, he could he could play anybody. Honestly, sure. like there's been speculation. Penguin. I could picture Oscar Isaac walking into the Warner Brothers office and them literally saying, "Who do you want to yeah, play? Take right. take your pick." Yeah. You know, we know it won't be the Joker, but if it's, if I would love to see how they can do the Riddler now. Mm. That'd be sweet. So, second bit of information, we got another bit of breaking news. Or I guess recent news, not necessarily breaking, because. As of August 7th, it has been confirmed after some uncertainty, confirmed per, com- per excuse me, comicbooks.com, it was announced that Hasbro is going to be working on a sequel to the Power Rangers movie. And no better time than now to talk about it on the 25th anniversary of the Mighty Morphin Power mm-hmm. Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to kick it over to one of our resident Power Ranger experts, uh, Zach Matthews. Zach, what's your thoughts on the sequel? I know you were one of the... You were one of the the people preaching the gospel of, of the first movie who really enjoyed it. What do you think? Yeah, I was I was a huge fan of the first movie. Um, maybe a little more so because it was a long time coming, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the you know since Hasbro bought the rights to the franchise, um, the sequels in early development here. So um, there was concern early on because the franchise was auctioning off some of the props that were used in the first movie. Yeah. Um, obviously that's not a concern anymore. So, um, with the release, you know, with them announcing that it's in early development. So, um, no real details on the plot just, just yet. Um, obviously fans are kind of hoping for, you know, the end credits of the first movie hint towards the green with evil saga. So, I mean, come on, like you can't leave us on that cliffhanger and not do anything (laughs) with it. On the flip side of that, Jake, I know you weren't a huge fan of the movie. Do you have like any brief thoughts on maybe the, the announcing of a sequel? Um, I mean, I guess they really have nowhere else to go but up. Sure. I don't know. It it wasn't my favorite How uh, movie. How dare you? Well, <laughs> it wasn't my favorite movie. How I, dare you? I, I appreciate the fact that they brought it back. I really like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but um, I... I I'm not going to get into the issues I had with the That's movie. Okay. I like but, Krispy Kreme. I did like that Please you Please don't. I did like that you said the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because we are covering... The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in long form, episode two, I think. So yeah. before this oh, one's yeah. even gotten any traction, you guys have number two to look for. <laughs> <laughs> even if you t- even if you didn't ask for it. <laughs> Last bit of uh, recent information before we jump into our topic, Jeff. It was this was mm. very recent. I know you are. I love this character, but I think it's mm-hmm. safe to say that you are the biggest fan, at least in the proper gentleman, the Green Lantern Corps movie. Oh, yes. Uh, Tom Cruise, ever since his mm-hmm. performance in Mission Impossible, he is the front runner for an older Hal Jordan. What is your take on that? I- I- any new angle to maybe what story they're trying to tell? What do you think? Well, honestly, if they want to go with an older Hal Jordan, Tom Cruise, I think, is the best choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, Maverick from Top Gun. Absolutely. It's just so. Top Gun 2. <laughs> He's dressed <laughs> like the Green, green Lantern. Lantern. Um, no, if they're going with an older Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. I'd be more than happy with Tom Cruise. Uh, me, personally, because Hal Jordan's my favorite Green Lantern, I don't know how I feel about an older sure. uh, Hal Jordan. I feel like the setup of the movie, they've announced it's going to be like a space cop movie. Like They've essentially described it as lethal weapon in space. Right. So... Uh, I just, I don't know. I think a much more interesting story would be a younger Hal Jordan. Sure. Because if you have an older Hal Jordan and John Stewart, they've already said, has been uh, the other Green Lantern for the movie. Right. To be his buddy cop. Uh, if you have a younger John Stewart, 
I just think it's a less interesting story than mm-hmm. if you had a younger, cocky, sure. arrogant Hal Jordan coming in, being told you have to listen to this respected Marine yeah. veteran, John Stewart, who's a senior Lantern Corps member. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it'll be good either way. Jeff Johns has been attached to the script. He's doing a complete overhaul. Sure. He's ignoring all my Twitter DMs about <laughs> helping to write Jeff. the script. So. Helping Jeff out. So I don't know. I, I'm excited for sure. it. I'm excited to see where they go with it. But, you know, uh, I'll be holding my breath after sure. that flop mm-hmm. of the 2011 yeah. movie. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that, good thing that those aren't connected. And a good thing Ryan Reynolds bounced back. I can't remember what movie he, he bounced oh, back yeah, with. Something. But something... I don't know. It, it had to do with the Dirty Harry movie. I can't remember. He's Deadpool, not, he's, I think. I don't he, know. Hasn't, he hasn't done anything since Van Wilder, I thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, Steven's been out of the loop. Yeah, he, he's done a lot of movies since that Van Wilder. Is, that's stupid coma. Uh, <laughs> he needs to update his IMDb page. All right. Well, those were our thoughts. A little brief information concerning the current world. Now we're going to jump back in time and deal with the subject on this first episode that I think a lot of people our age, especially... Oh can can mm. relate to oh yeah and mm-hmm. it's more recent news the fact that toys r us closed and that's sort of what we're going to cover um in this episode and it's not necessarily going to be a comprehensive history we're um we're not going to go in depth about like the rise the height the fall we won't be hashing out business strategy or trying to go in depth about that if if you're really interested in that there's plenty of resources online but what we're tackling today is uh memories Memories that we have, memories that hopefully the, the listeners can relate to, moments that make you go, I remember that. Mm. Because when I'm listening to something like this, I love hearkening back to those times and saying, I remember that. I remember when I went with this person and we did this. And so hopefully we can kind of tap into that. We're going to dive in with a brief history, nothing too crazy. Founded in 1948 by Charles Lazarus, Toys R Us started as a furniture store. I just got to stop you right there. Charles yeah. Lazarus sounds like a comic book villain. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Lazarus. That's the same guy that came back from the dead, right? Yeah, yes. no. Well, I was, Jesus I was just, brought him back from the dead and he made toys. I was just about toys. to say, unfortunately, uh, unlike his brother Lazarus in the Bible, uh, <laughs> Toys R Us is not coming back from the dead. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> through the years, Lazarus started to progressively add baby toys to his model. I think I read that he was getting like orders in for it on top of the furniture. Um, and then he added children's toys until eventually in 1967, he decided to shift his focus completely to toys and toys alone. Um, and so eventually, uh, opening ba- at, well, after that, I should say, he decided to go into more like focus stores like Babies Are Us, Kids Are Us. And then I don't know if you guys remember the short-lived uh, toilet paper store Butts Are Us. You guys remember that one? Mm-hmm. I was there once. Yeah. I do. Older. Yeah. I had, I had a frequent customer card, um, yep. I and I was one punch <laughs> away from getting a free roll of toilet paper. Softest toilet paper in the land, if yeah. I remember correctly. There's, exactly. there's still one open in Alaska, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's okay. Well, anyway, uh, through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, I think we can all agree Toys R Us was king. Mm-hmm. And, and at its height, mm-hmm. I, I saw a statistic that said at its height, it had 1,450 locations worldwide, Jeez. and it controlled 25% of the world's toy market, Holy which cow. is a lot considering by 1990, the the toy industry had grown to $12 billion. Jeez. That's Ooh. nuts. So. <laughs> So a lot of a lot of children satisfied over the years by the by the growing toy industry. Um, <laughs> Toys R Us would be would become widely known as a uh, category killer. So basically, what that means is it specialized in one area of retail um, so much so that it kills off the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts to really boom, and then it's at its height, and then eventually in the late '90s, early 2000s, for the first time, 
Toys R Us had to really share the market with the rise of Target and Walmart and Amazon, which really started a steady decline. Yeah, and I I know we won't go into their business model too much, but I think looking back, I'm not sure how many people know this. I think one of the first nails in the coffin for Toys R Us, you mentioned Amazon. Yeah. At one time, Amazon actually approached Toys R Us and offered them a partnership to fulfill all their toy orders. It's like with Netflix and Blockbuster. Exactly. No. And and Toys R Us said, no, it's okay. We, We... Eh. You know, right. I, I feel like the executives at Toys R Us were like, ah, Amazon is just a fad. Yeah. People mm-hmm. are going to want to come to the stores eventually. Yeah. So, <laughs> People love driving to places. Yeah. So <laughs> well, who, who, who knows what would have happened sure. had Toys R Us oh, said yes goodness. to that? I think at that time, Toys R Us was like, this Amazon thing is a fad, just like yeah. that newfangled Netflix thing. They're both <laughs> yeah. going to go down in the same flame holding hands together. <laughs> So eventually this decline led to Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2017. And basically Chapter 11, it it provides some hope because in this sort of form of bankruptcy, it it allows you to pay creditors over time. And it basically gives you a chance to replan and reorganize and give you a chance to stay open, which in light of that, Toys R Us stated that online features in brick and mortar stores would stay open. Uh, which is sort of a ray of hope until March 2018 uh. when they announced. Yeah, when the, when when we all got the bad news that they would be closing all U.S. and U.K. stores. Um, so I have the dates here as of April 24th, U.K. closed. June 29th, U.S. closed. August 5th, Australia closed. However, get your passports ready because Canada is still alive and well. So... Um, I don't know if you guys have any plans in the next few weeks, but I think we make a trip to Canada and go why to Toys R Us. Why do you think that is? Why is it, it why do you to, think Canada's had, still Canadians alive? love toys more than yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, of it, course. It, had some, it actually had something to do with like the buying group or something. Like no. they found like an independent group that was willing to oh. fund them or something. Like I said, there's plenty of resources online. Yeah. But that's the uh, that's the long and short of that situation. So Toys R Us in a nutshell. Good night, everyone. <laughs> All right. Well, that was, this, this was very fun. <laughs> this, this, this was great. Um, anyway, I want to get your guys' thoughts. And so we're going to kick off this, uh, this conversation with a question for all of us gents. And then in light of this information, um, what was your guys' reaction to hearing that Toys R Us closed? I, um, when I first heard it, I actually had to think, wow, Toys R Us is still open. Right. You know, that was my first thought. I I'd kind of completely forgotten about Toys R Us, which mm-hmm. is sad thinking about. But you know, there just wasn't much news about it. You know, anything you wanted, you could get off Amazon or you know, um, Target, Walmart, mm-hmm. toys like that. If I ever needed to pick up a toy for a gift for somebody right. or for someone's kid, um, those were my go-to's just because it was easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. and convenience of Amazon yeah. too. Jake, what, mm-hmm. what, where are you at? Uh, it was kind of sad because, I mean, along with the stores, they got rid of all of my childhood memories. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was keeping. I can't them remember them the anymore. Story. No, yeah. <laughs> um, it was just—it's just kind of sad to see it go because you have so many memories growing mm-hmm. up. You know, that was the place to be. You didn't even have to buy anything. You yeah, didn't even have to exactly. get anything. You just walk around. Yeah. And and that look at enough. all of the toys and stuff. That was just enough. And but it's it's kind of sad also to to see brick and mortar stores go down like this because i mean i don't know kids 
these days they're not going to have. I just said these days. Gosh. <laughs> kids <laughs> from now on, kids aren't really going to have that fun experience of walking right. through the toy aisle and just seeing everything mm-hmm. and yeah. just seeing all their options right in front of. Them. It's just I don't know. Maybe we're just nostalgic for that. Sure. But, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's that anticipation of pulling up to the store and then you see the big sign and the backwards R and stuff. So. Yep. So yeah, no, I get it. That it seems like any brick and mortar store really might file victim to online stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, completely, completely get it, Stephen. Kind of going with, with Jeff said, um, when you hear that news, uh, you're kind of like, I didn't know it. Like I knew it wasn't doing well, but I didn't know it already hadn't closed. Um, but in the moment, I was just like, oh, I mean, that really, really stinks. But then thinking about it, I was like. That's like an end of an end of an era mm-hmm. for a lot of kids who grew up in the eighties and nineties. I mm-hmm. mean, it's on par with the closure of Blockbuster. Yeah, I mean, there's only a last few like cultural things that kids of the eighties and nineties grew up with that are still around. And Toys R Us, that was one of the pillars. And you knock one of the pillars down, and now it's just now it's just history. Now it's just a memory, and it's just it's it's really sad to see stuff like that come to a close and come to a close the way that it did. It just yeah. is upsetting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach, what what were your thoughts when you when you heard the news? Uh, like everybody else, I kind of figured that it had faded away. Um, but when you know when I saw it on the news, it's like, oh well, that's that's a shame. You know, mm-hmm. um, I get it. That's just kind of the way the world's moving. But you know, there's nothing better than a store where you can walk in and kind of you know reminisce and right. you know just like like Jake was saying, you know, not even buy anything, just walk in there and mm-hmm. just you know be a kid again. So. Yeah, from that standpoint, it'll it'll suck a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I think that's going to be a running theme for this episode. Is that as a kid, you would think, oh, you always need you always need something, but with mm-hmm. with that was paradise, mm-hmm. like that was mecca for every yeah. childhood pilgrimage. So all you need is that experience. Like mm-hmm. we're going to talk about aesthetics in a minute. Mm-hmm. All you needed was the aesthetics, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. the packaging of the action figures, the packaging. You know, you walk. You know, the Barbie aisle was all pink. You had briar horses oh, yeah. and all that stuff. So all you needed was the aesthetic. And that leads into my first question. Mm. When you step back in time to your <clears> former <throat> self, what can you remember about the aesthetic of Toys R Us? Not just not just the look of it, but sights, smells, sounds really draw on that on that experience. Jeff, when you think aesthetic going into Toys R Us, what do you see? Oh gosh. Well, first, you know, the double doors, they mm-hmm. slide open. Oh, yeah. That distinct sound. That little creak there, and you walk in, and for me, it was just being, having my nose flooded with the smell of plastic. Mm-hmm. And it's palpable. But it, it is. Like, you can't describe it, but if you talk to any kid who grew up in the 80s and 90s, and you say, do you remember what Toys R Us smelled like? Mm-hmm. Everyone listening yeah. to this, I'm sure, has that distinct smell in their head. So just that smell of the plastic and rubber and toys, uh, just he- letting that hit the nose and then just looking to my right and seeing Legos, mm-hmm. looking yep. to my left and seeing a huge video game section. It was like stimulation overload for an eight-year-old Jeff. And then um, you, Yeah, and then you also had the seasonal stuff like on oh, the yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So like it, it changes depending on the time of year. Mm-hmm. So you have like Halloween costumes and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was too poor to shop there for Halloween costumes. Right? Yeah, so <laughs> I, was too I, I only yeah. just looked. Yeah, there you go. But like we said, that that was Absolutely. just enough. Uh, yeah, to kind of add on to that, I mean, everything Jeff just said was exactly what I was going to say. There's a smell, and you can't even describe the smell. Mm-hmm. You just have to say, "Do you remember how Toys R Us smelled?" 
and I don't know if anyone will be able to describe it, but there, it's a, people will be like, yes, I do know how it smelled. <laughs> I also remember it was a lot of white and tile. Um, yeah, it's like so, sanitarium light. Yeah, like, but, uh, <laughs> but like not in like a, not in like a muted, like bad way. It was all white, but it just was so grand. Like heaven. Yeah, it was so great. Yeah. It's, uh, or that's probably a little better. No. Is that's what heaven? you're describing. Is heaven? Is, is this it heaven? Glowed. Is this heaven? No, no it's, it's Toys, Toys R Us. Us. <laughs> um, but uh, just walking in and exactly everything Jeff just said. I remember also there's that coin operated like Jeffrey, um, like motor, like uh, like the, he's like co- in a motor car. Yeah, and then you get in, you put in twenty five cents, and it like it's like mechanical, and it like moves you back and forth, is, and is like the chipped off hard plastic. I can still feel how that seat felt on my yeah. butt. Um, but uh, just you talked about earlier the the lighting and how everything and down the aisles were. I remember distinctly the action figure aisle was much darker than everything else. But it just to me it was just. It was just so exciting. I, that's exactly where I shot to, and all it was just yeah. cool. It was just yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. So you're in the store right now. Put yourself in that experience. You're in the store. You've walked through the sliding doors. Before you go anywhere, give me an idea of who would who who would take you. Like because that's big on the experience too. Because you know maybe you only went when your grandparents were in town, and so that reminds you of that moment when they're there and it's that special occasion. Um, who would you? Who would usually take you to 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 Toys R Us? Because you're not going there by yourself. Um, so who who's who's trucking you around, Jake? Usually, uh, my mom or dad. Um, it, it would kind of, if I'm remembering it correctly, it'd be like a special occasion. Like yeah. it, it would be planned during the mm-hmm. week. Like yeah. on Monday, I'd be like Wednesday, we're going to Toys R Us. You yeah. know, like my mom or dad would take me, and and it was it was always fun because I I just remember running around the store and looking at everything for probably what was, I would guess, a half hour, if mm-hmm. not more. And to think oh, yeah. that my parents would trudge through that store yeah. with me is, is mm-hmm. kind of, you know. But it probably only felt like five minutes to you as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's never couldn't, never enough time. Yeah, couldn't last long enough. Um, but, yeah, I, I just remember um, my mom and dad taking me. And I remember one specific time I, I my dad took me, and I wanted one of the Red Rangers – yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't remember what series it's from. Is it Zio the one with the star? Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I wanted the the red Zio Ranger, and I really wanted it. And uh, my dad, I remember him telling me, you know, you, you can get this if you make up half the money. I'll give you the other half. And so I don't know why that memory jumps into my sure. mind, but it's kind of like, oh, I was also taught the value of money. Yeah, yeah. And responsibility. In kid heaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you ran with that question like you did because that's sort of how I I wanted it to go is like who took you but also how does that shape your experience and does mm-hmm. it harken back to a special time in your life and it's like you said that moment at the time you're probably like I just want this toy now but mm-hmm. it sort of taught you responsibility yeah so like you said special occasion Zach I know I know it was sort of the same for you your parents kind of took you it was sort of a special occasion as well wasn't it yeah yeah being um, admittedly I was kind of a crazy ADHD kid growing up, as you guys know. So I remember. Um, heavily on medication, but before medication <laughs> was a thing, um, they used to incentivize me with Toys R Us. So, uh, for example, you know, they uh, at the end of a semester in third grade, I, I made the honor roll, so they took me to Toys R Us. They didn't tell me they were going to do this, but, um, you know, they they got me on the poison, uh, p- or 
Pokemon Stadium 2 would just uh, come out at that time. Got me some poison. (laughs) Poison. They got me poison. The band poison. This will slow them down. You can go, but I'm going to get you what I want. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, they got me Pokemon Stadium 2 for being on the honor roll. And Mm -hmm. um, Jake's story of of allowance with his dad actually reminded me – one time, uh, do you guys remember the big bad Beetleborgs? Yeah, oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Joker Jay Leno. Hey, he <laughs> yeah. came on before Power Rangers. Was he on the show? No, it was just some guy who looked oh. like him. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> but there was like a big, huge action figure, like one of the big big Beetleborgs yeah. um, mm-hmm. that was like $10 or something. And you know, my dad told me, like, you can't have this. and You got to save up your allowance and we'll come back next week. You know, lo and behold, next week, you know, I did some chores. He gave me $10, and uh, we had it in our hands. So a nice. uh, little life lesson there, too, that I just remembered. So thanks, Jake. <laughs> right on. You also reminded no me of Big Bad Beetleborgs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was You're like welcome. The, that, run, that long uh, string of shows by Saban back in mm-hmm. the 90s. I loved those toys, though, because compared to the Power Rangers ones, those were heavy. Like, oh, yeah. They were, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Somebody, you were going to hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> before the movie, so it was like actually armored. Yeah. Like before yeah. you could get armored Power Rangers uh-huh. figures. Yeah. Yeah. They, did they did they have like Zords on Big Bag Beetleborgs? They had the, the Beetleborgs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's oh, okay. road beetles. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Why do I get the dumb Why do they have motorcycles? I think, did yeah. they have? I think you're thinking of dragonflies. No. No, they just both flew on themselves. <laughs> flew by themselves. Yes, of course. Yeah. So when you guys went, um, Zach, I'm going to actually start with you on this one. While you're there, you're there. You just got your report card in. You're, you're going in. This is a special trip. Which aisle do you make a beeline for first? Like there, well, as soon, You're like planning this the whole week. As soon as you get in, in your brain, where are you going? What's stop number one? I can tell you, as a kid, I'm planning this all week, right? Oh, yeah. And then as soon as those double doors open, that plan goes out the window. because <laughs> there's <laughs> and I'm going, overload, yeah. I'm going straight to the Lego section, which is the first section I see, um, which is right at the front of the store there. Then I'm making my way around to the Pokemon section, of course. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, then, you know, after about an hour and a half or so, no, not that long, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, circ- I'm circling back to the front of the store where all the video games are so that I could play the game they had set up at those stands. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you remember those, like the demo stands? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. And that's that's where mom would uh, find me at yeah. the end when she corralled Kim and wanted to know where I was. So, <laughs> so, so when you could you- always trust that I was there. <laughs> course in each one of those sections just real quick what would you say is the crown jewel of the lego section the pokemon section and wherever else you're visiting what when you go there you're like that's going on my christmas list um specifically i remember for there was a lego set i don't know if you guys remember this but like you you remember those like 100 piece sets that they used to like come out with like they came in the big big boxes oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 there was like there was like an Egyptian like treasure hunt one that nice. I really wanted. Yeah, it had like trap doors in it and everything. That's probably the one I remember most. And so, then in the Pokemon section, it was probably a video game of some sort. Of course, Jeff. When you get in there, mm-hmm. first stop, where are you going? Probably same as Zach. Legos, just because that was something that me and my dad did together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would get a Lego set and he would help me put it together. Um, so that would always be stop number one. 
Stop number two would be the uh, action figure oh, section. Yes. yes. Specifically the WWF yeah. wrestling figures. Yes. Ones. <laughs> yeah. I, I would grab those. Uh, I can't remember how many of those I had as a kid. Me and my brother both put ours together and I uh, couldn't even count them if I wanted to. But that and then probably the nerf section. Mm-hmm. And then, same like Zach, I would go to the video games and I would try to play one of those demos. Yeah. And I would always get ticked off whenever there was a kid at that station already. And I would just, like, kind of patiently tap my yeah. foot behind them. <laughs> they would die. And then, of course, they would load up another save or something. I the just, nerve. The nerve. <laughs> I would get so ticked. Turn oh, you want to play this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I I love this. I was this is This is the meat and potatoes for me because... When you go in there, first stop is action figures. Like, yeah, Legos are cool. Mm-hmm. They, I actually, they had some pretty cool books. This is back when I was reading Junie B. Jones books. Oh, so it's, it's an, yeah, I know. Bookworm. I don't know. I'm just smarter <laughs> than you guys. Get over it. Uh, um, but, yeah, action figures, number one stop. And, not, and specifically superhero action mm-hmm. figures because we were talking about aesthetic earlier. You go in, you stand at the head of the aisle, and there's just – rows mm. of colors mm-hmm. and and as and and they like they color coordinated it too because oh, yeah. you've got colors towards the front and towards the back it gets darker because yep. you've got the batman figures and you've got uh, spawn and like mm-hmm. old uh wcw figures and stuff and so i loved looking at the packaging i'm very uh visual and i loved looking at looking at the packaging um, like X-Men, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then you, you go and there's always the weird accessories or you look on the back and you see the other figures that oh, are in yeah. that yes. series. Oh, my gosh. That was like – I could spend all day in there mm-hmm. just looking at the packaging and just mentally like making mental check marks. And then my mom coming over and being like, your birthday's coming up soon. Like my birthday was last week. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I oh, missed an opportunity. Which there. one, <laughs> which, which kid are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, to, to go along with that, I loved going down there and seeing what, like if a Batman movie came, like Batman Forever just yeah. came out or the, the Batman animated series or Spider-Man and X-Men animated mm-hmm. series, the stuff that coincided with that. Yeah. And it was just, oh man, it same, you know, just, I don't know. There's just something about it. Well, you go and you see a Cyclops figure with a leather jacket. Yeah. Like yeah. Punisher with a leather jacket. I'm like, I don't remember that, but this picture tells me that it happened once. So <laughs> and then you turn on the back, it's Nightcrawler with a boogie board or something. It's just <laughs> something stupid like that. That's great. It's because there's just that variety. Right. Like, and all like but the, yeah, the you Batman. you only get that in action figures. Yeah. And then so. all mm-hmm. like the, the Batman, like, yeah. like the Legends of the Bat and all that. Yeah. All those like different specialty series. series. Yeah. So... So that's where we're making the beeline. So we're going to pause right here because we're going to start our first edition of a segment that uh, we demolish comfort zones and tackle the taboo. Uh, We get down to the nitty-gritty of a subject in the first edition of a segment we like to call Tough Questions. Welcome to Tough Questions. Today we prodded the mascot for Toys R Us and long-necked Lothario, Jeffrey the Giraffe. And who better to pose my question to than the Proper Gentleman Podcast resident giraffe expert, Jake Vilawald. Jake, what can you tell us? Do giraffes really like toys? Wouldn't have it made more sense to appoint a pleasant deck or a wrapping cat? What is it about the giraffe that made this toy store empire reign supreme for so many years? 
I think uh, a lot of scholars have been trying to wrap their their minds around this question for years. Um, a, a little known fact about uh, the the origin of this mascot: uh, a man named Jeffrey Russ. He went on an African safari um, in the the late 1920s, and he uh, he saw a giraffe. and And his first thought was, "What a majestic beast! What a what a lovely long necked, long legged animal! Why why are there no stuffed giraffes? There's teddy bears. There's stuffed lions, stuffed tigers, stuffed bears. Oh my! And and he. He had an epiphany. He he went home to the states, and he had someone. He commissioned someone to make twenty stuffed giraffes. Just let me see how these are going to sell. I mean, I know they're going to sell like hotcakes, but let's just let's just find out. Um, well, much to his chagrin, children hated the giraffes. They 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 didn't like the stuffed giraffes. I mean, when when you get a stuffed animal, you get it for snuggling at night. You get a teddy bear to snuggle. You reach out, you grab that thing, you're grabbing a lot of torso, a lot of torso of that teddy bear, a lot of fluff, that's going to give you comfort for the evening. You reach out, you grab a stuffed giraffe, you're going to be grabbing a lot of neck. That's not a lot of comfort. It's like grabbing a pool noodle. It's not good. It's not good to cuddle at night. So, it's a real bust with the children, but the people who took notice of these stuffed giraffes, the mob, we all know that the mob would use stuffed animals to smuggle their contraband. Well, a giraffe with that long neck perfect cylindrical for smuggling wine bottles during prohibition you could fit a lot of cocaine in that neck a lot of cocaine in the legs so he uh he sold all of these giraffes to the mob and he made a killing he thought this is going to be my new business i'm going to start selling these giraffes to criminals so that they can smuggle contraband now he needed a front so he made a toy store you know a few other stuffed animals few wooden action figures maybe a board game or two checkers but mostly these stuffed giraffes. This was going to be his coup de grace. So his business was going well, um, but unfortunately prohibition ended, and there were not as many uses for his giraffes in the mom community. Um, but luckily, who, who was the creator again? Charles Lazarus. Yes, Charles Lazarus. He came in, and, and he, he walked into this, this toy store, obviously. We know it was a front, and he said, you know, I've been selling furniture my entire life, and I can't... Imagine why I haven't st- started selling toys. I'd like to buy this building from you. Well, Jeffrey was astounded. He did, had no idea. He was about to go bankrupt. He had no idea how he was going to make all of his money back. So he said, yes, here, here, here's the deed. You know, you can have it for pennies on the dollar. And uh, and uh, Charles, he, he looked over and he said, I, I noticed you have a lot of giraffes. Do you like giraffes? And, and just quick on his feet said, yeah, they're my favorite animal. That was what, uh, that was what Jeffrey uh, responded with. And so he said, you know what? In honor of you, I'm going to make the mascot a giraffe. You said your name was Jeffrey? Yes, my name is Jeffrey. Jeffrey the giraffe. There's a little bit of alliteration with that. I like that. And that was Tough Questions. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. You're welcome. Wow. Did a lot of research. I learned something today. Yeah. Don't go looking for that research. You won't find it. Who knew that Jeffrey the giraffe was into drugs? Drugs were in Jeffrey giraffe. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, they they switched to toys in 1967, so that would actually make sense. Well, I had no idea. Yes. Thank you for shedding a little light on that. You're welcome. I kind of feel gross, actually. All right, now that we have talked about being in the store, I got to shake that one off. Uh, now, <laughs> now that we've talked about being in the store, um, we have to talk about experience outside of the store because the memories extend further than the physical store. 
So do you get, do you guys remember how often that uh, Toys R Us big toy book would come out? You guys remember that? I think it was yearly. Oh, yeah, yes. it was once a year. Like uh, right around Christmas. Year? Right, yeah, like uh, I think right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn they had like a summer one and then like a toy. They might and then have. Christmas if they did, one. it wasn't the big Kahuna because yeah, I remember that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. every year getting together with my family in Chicago and we would get that big book and a table. Me and my cousins would sit around and we would just start circling what we wanted. Mm-hmm. It would be a shared book between the three of us before we could all uh, write it down on our own personal lists. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember because I remember what I do remember is that in and of itself is a holiday. Zach, do you remember the big toy book? I sure do. Man. I think I think what you're thinking of is they would release like a preview of their summer yeah, toys, but yeah, it would yeah. be maybe like 15 pages as opposed to the big toy book, which is like close. What wasn't that? Like close to 100 pages. Something, something like that. that. I'm glad you said something, Stephen, because I'm kicking this one over to you. Mm-hmm. The day has come. Toys R Us Big Toy Book has come in the mail. As you flip through it, what thoughts are racing through your mind? And you've got the big Sharpie. What are you circling? Uh, action figures, first and foremost. Um, I mean, we I would thumb through it every day. Like, I would look through it every single day, multiple times a day. And thumbing through it, I would stop and spend just countless minutes on anything Batman, anything Spider-Man, TMNT, X-Men, um, go over to the sports stuff, the video games, and check out. They would have, like, baseball cards in yeah. there and stuff like that. So just really anything action figures and circling anything action figures. And for whatever reason, I'd write up my Christmas list and put the price of the stuff. Like, that would help my chance of getting it. It, yeah. it never did. I think it actually hurt me in the long run. <laughs> I was about but, to say. Yeah, so no, mom was like, oh, geez, no, you're not getting that. Yeah. Um, but just action <laughs> figures and anything superhero. Yeah. Jake, you get the big toy book, comes to the Veal household. What are you circling? What are the thoughts going through your mind? The first section I go to is the video game section. Of course. Big video game nerd, and I need to see exactly what's on sale and whether or not I'm going to get it for Christmas. Uh, I need to kind of like push those really expensive things out of my head because I'm not going to get those. But right. you know what I'm saying. I go I yeah, go yeah. to the video game section, see what's on sale, see if it's anything that I really, really want. Yeah. Mainly Pokemon for Game Boy Advance, of course. Of course. Um, and yeah. then usually go to the action figure section, see if anything, any of those like really cool mm-hmm. play sets are on sale. Mainly Power Rangers, Ninja yeah. Turtles, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, occasionally I'll look at like maybe bikes. Or something. <laughs> something to get around. I, yeah. I specifically put in my notes, I was never interested in getting a bike. <laughs> Not even related to what I was even talking about, but I just remember putting that. So don't remember, I just, maybe I just remember flipping past them to get right. to other sections, but I right. look at them, I'm like, why would any kid want this? But sharp, eventually... circled one. <laughs> you're going to need something to get yourself to Toys R Us yeah, as the, a child. It's the only thing you sharpie that you get. <laughs> No! <laughs> in terms of video games, I'm just curious from my own research. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of video games, what, what's, your, what's your bread and butter, especially at that age? Because I know you were, you were a, a gamer boy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Probably Pokemon, right, Jake? Definitely yeah, I know Pokemon. He, I know he said Pokemon. A ton then, of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Kingdom Hearts, that's my favorite game of all time. I would go, I'd probably go for that, even though there aren't that many of those. Um, at least on the PS2. Another topic for another time. Yes. Um, yeah, mainly a lot of those RPG games, some of those anime-style yeah. games, yeah. but mainly Pokemon. That's yeah. That is my bread and butter. What, what's your system? Uh, back then it was PlayStation Two. That was that was what we had. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Zach, I know, is an N64 guy. Mm-hmm. I was, but the bi- the biggest connection that Jake and I had in our childhood was Pokemon. So oh, yeah. <laughs> so somewhat related to the big toy book, we have another sort of promotional uh, tidbit. Do you guys remember? Did did you guys have cable growing up? I know Jake or yeah. Jeff, you didn't. Um, I didn't, but I would always go to my grandparents, yeah. and they had cable, so that's why I liked going to my grandparents. Sure. So there you, you remember in the middle <laughs> of Nick, you're watching Nickelodeon, um, you're watching Rugrats, goes to commercial, and then you see an advertisement for the Nick Big Toy Run. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. And then, that, or, yep. or you go to like Toys R Us or KB Toys, and there's like, sweepstake information mm-hmm. that is dream it's like a dream scenario There's nothing more i wanted as a kid i would devise strategy plans yeah as to what i would do if i ever somehow got on there even though i don't think i ever really filled out an application to ever be on it mm-hmm. yeah but you Instead know of i had a, to win i, I had <laughs> a plan of attack yeah no absolutely so that was actually I'm glad you brought that up because so if you don't know what the Nick Big Toy Run is, it's a promotion run through Nickelodeon mostly from what I remember. And basically it's like that old TV show Supermarket Sweep except for toy stores. And so you you turn in a like an application or a submission and if you win, you get to go to your local Toys R Us or KB Toys, but mostly it was Toys R Us and you got 5 minutes, a shopping cart and the chance to Take home whatever you can get oh. your hands on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll give you a minute to stop salivating. It was the dream scenario. It's That is exactly what you dream up in, like, your backyard. And you're like, okay, if you had five minutes and unlimited, you know. Uh, uh, um, toys in front. Of toys no, in front. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say unlimited time, but you have five minutes. Uh, <laughs> like, what, like, what would you get? That is, like, the wheels start turning. So I'm going to start with Zach. And just real quick, you've got five minutes in the store. What I know we've been talking about what your favorite spots were. What do you what are you throwing in your cart? As much as you can get your hands on. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm running straight to the Lego aisle, as I touched on earlier. I'm extending my arm so that it touches the back of the shelf in the Lego section. And, sweeping it <laughs> and then I'm just clotheslining yeah. all the Legos into my cart while I run down the side of it. Was that like against uh, the rules to do on I the don't show? Know. No, no, no. I actually it's, whatever you can get. It's your actually hand. funny. Um because I never so, saw a kid do that. So no. there, I actually found a uh, real quick a Reddit post that I'm going to read here Zach, real quick. Like, yeah. so there was the guy, there the kid who won the 1995 Big Toy Run had a Reddit post a few years ago talking about what his parameters were or lack thereof. Uh-huh. And when once we're done saying who like what we would get, um, I can I just wrote down some factoids real quick that he that he said yeah. kind of some insight on how it worked. Sure. Because right. I need to know. L- l- so, list them off real quick. I need to know yeah. okay. before I so, continue. So pretty much, so this is from that um, Reddit post. So he actually got unlimited time the night before to scout out the store. And the host of it was Mike O'Malley, if you guys remember him. From yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. From, he got to scout out the store? He got to scout. not going in cold? No. He got to scout out the store. And the host of the Big what? Tour run, Mike O'Malley, walked with him, gave him tips, hints, and strategies to use, and he and he encouraged him to be as greedy as possible. <laughs> um, so pretty much, and then and then Toys R Us this would is brand new information. Toys R Us, <laughs> Toys R Us would take your interests and slant the store in your favor. Excuse me. Um, and as far as video games go, uh, you know, it, it used to be the ticket system uh-huh. to where you would take the ticket and you take it over to whatever clerk, and they would unlock. 
they would unlock yeah, yeah. the case. Yeah, it was just the, open. The, well, no, the night before he he took the tickets that he wanted, put them at the counter so that the clerks could take the video games out, just so he can go and grab them the next day. Uh. But pretty much, like pretty much, and get this. So Zach, you mentioned you would clothesline everything, and Jeff, you asked if that was against the rules. Um, Toys R Us said if it hits the floor, it's as good as being in your cart. So you literally could go to the aisles and just knock oh, stuff come off. On. <laughs> you could be like, okay, so I'm all right. Well, in that case, I'm just now. taking that yeah. whole shelf and I'm just going to tip it over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it that took less than 30 seconds, so you still got some time. Um, but and and, then, gonna... and he uh, pretty much uh, it was it's in the kids' favor. The sky's the limit. And this is cool though too because he got doubles of everything um, just because he could. But his parents said, "Okay, pick the stuff you want to keep," and they donated the rest of the Shriners Children's That's Hospital. Cool. That's awesome. So that was it, that was really cool. And he, uh, if he, whatever you can't carry, they deliver to you. I would so, have sold it. Personally. Okay, yeah. Zach. In light of whatever. that new information, <laughs> uh, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> because now I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare for this. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, going to the Lego out, getting as many as I can, just. Throwing them on the floor, apparently. <laughs> um, Whoa! <laughs> Make sure they're still in the box. And I'm going. I'm going to um, the the cash register where all the Pokemon cards are. I'm grabbing all the boxes, all the bulk boxes that you, you know, like the boxes that the yeah, trading card yeah, guys yeah. came in. Yeah, I'm grabbing all those. Very nice. Putting them in my cart um, so that I finally register. have a chance. Yeah, this this gives me the best <laughs> chance to finally get a Charizard holographic there card. You go. Ooh. Um, and then I'm running to the video game section. Grabbing every essential Nintendo 64 game that I yes. used to rent from Blockbuster every yes. weekend. Mm. Super Smash Bros., yes. Star Fox 64, Mario Party, Rayman, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap. Oh. And then so that I can finally own them. There you, there go. you go. And I walk out a happy, happy kid. Well, and they would <laughs> set those aside for you the night before, apparently. So. Yeah. You just go in and that they might as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this uh, this oh, may be this blown. this may be silly to say, but getting doubles of everything seems a little excessive. <laughs> you could give them to your twin brother. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> My twin brother didn't win. That's Sorry, they, they didn't give doubles to twins. That's yeah, true. exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, my mind is blown because I I went and fully be like, oh, okay, you get you go in cold and you got to know the but, and, oh. and there's like disadvantages. No, Toys R Us slants the store for you and you get time bef- like the night before oh, all right. to scout it out. Jeff, as Stephen was given that, your mind was just as blown as mine. Yeah. What What are you doing? I go straight to the Lego aisle and I tip the entire thing <laughs> over. It's on top of Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Zach. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) i do that i run over to the action figures and i rip the shelving units out i guess yeah and just dump the batman figures in dump all the wrestling figures in um go straight over to the video games pick up all my hand-picked video games set aside for me apparently um probably get a new game boy probably go over the pokemon cards and just Mm -hmm. stockpile on those and then i don't know i was always getting bouncy balls so i probably mm-hmm. would have just like scooped my arm or dumped the whole bucket into my cart or yeah. on the floor i guess apparently <laughs> yeah uh, jingle all the way yeah. it's a trap for the other kids <laughs> <laughs> everything on the floor is mine not yours um but yeah those those would be my stops i think i'd probably be exhausted after tipping over a whole unit yeah. oh my gosh does someone give me some help <laughs> yeah the floor is fine you're all lava um Jake, what what are you doing? Big toy run. Oh. You get to hang out with Mike O'Malley. What what are 
What's your plan of attack? I definitely would go straight for the action figure aisle first, I think. Just grab all the Power Rangers that I yep. could, all of the Star Wars action figures mm-hmm. that I could. Oh, yeah, yeah we haven't yeah, talked yeah. about oh, man. that yet. Yes, those those were my go-to. I would definitely get all of those that I possibly could. And then I would go to the Lego aisle, grab all of the all of the different sets that I wanted, all the Harry Potter sets and all of that stuff. Um, go to the video games, grab some PlayStation games, grab some Game Boy games. And then at the very end, I don't know why, but this was I, this is what I always saw on TV. They always had a Furby, and I wanted yeah. one. I just I just wanted one. That's, that's I hate aver- the idea of them, but I wanted aver- one. That's <laughs> advertising right there. Like yeah, that, that, would, that would be my last one. And then probably some Pokemon cards and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Steven. I would spend the entire five minutes in the action figures yeah. and take my time, not like some savage like you guys. Um, I, but I, I would spend my entire five minutes in the action figures and maybe with like 30 seconds left swing by the sports cards. Yeah. But I was like, I always, my plan of action was always, where's the action figures and get as many action figures mm-hmm. as I could. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. Yeah, I, I think I would be the exact, A, I get to spend the night before hanging out with mike o'malley i'm still tripping <laughs> yeah. up over that yeah so it's like so you get to hang out with mike does he take you out to dinner you want to go to dairy lunch? queen can you can you apply to be on guts global guts <laughs> you know can can you um but yeah i'm there and i'm i'm getting all the spider-man all the there you know all the x-men series mm-hmm. power rangers i i Power Rangers, like the flip heads, the Zords, oh, the every, heads. everything. All the morphers, you get the the big dolls, Beetleborgs when that was out. Oh my gosh. Like it, I'm just overwhelmed thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You, you, I'm Batman the Animated Series, probably when Batman Forever came out, you get mm-hmm. some of those figures. Mm-hmm. Batmobiles, stuff like that. So I'm spending my entire time in there, kinda like Steven said. And it's just it's just overwhelming thinking about it. Mm-hmm. That truly is the dream scenario mm-hmm. and, and it kind of just wrapping up it kind of stinks because jeff did you have something else to say sorry mm-hmm. okay i thought you were motioning towards your I'm, microphone I'm, I'm just looking inquisitive oh, <laughs> good job yeah me fooled um <laughs> yeah but it talking about it kind of bums me out because like now we're now we're like really getting going and we're like yeah remember this remember this mm-hmm. and wrapping up it yeah, i'm just reminded of it can't do that anymore like mm-hmm. toys r us is closed i like, know the sliding doors are closed forever there's there's nothing like that anymore not for kids no, no there's nothing to sort of bend your imagination like you have that. like target and walmart and yeah right. like that, but it's not the same no, no. there's like specific sections but the mm-hmm. sections are <laughs> we've so slanted small. the aisles in your favor just go straight towards the towels and <laughs> school supplies <Hey! laughs> being, being into them where are the queen mattress sets like, <laughs> but like it just it stinks because now it's gone like mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that just talking about it working through it it feels like a therapy session yeah um with the closing of toys r us there was around two billion dollars of toys created by companies that were up for grabs um so i don't know if you guys knew just how big the gap was like Jeez. they had created all these toys and we're looking at a couple billions dollars that aren't you know getting sold and so mm-hmm. it, at least in march when kb toys announced that they would try to make a comeback to fill that void. I know we're talking about Toys R Us, but I know we definitely have some memories going to the mall, going to Jamestown Mall, mm-hmm. and going to KB Toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to rabbit hole away from Toys R Us for a little bit. And the talks have gone silent on it, but if the story from March is true and KB is looking to make a comeback, 
would you hit it up for some nostalgia wherever they put it jeff do you have any memories from from kb toys yeah so um like matt mentioned there was a, a mall here in st louis that we all visited called jamestown mall and I loved going to the mall for numerous reasons, mm-hmm. but they did have a KB Toys there, and I remember uh, going in, and it wasn't as big as Toys R Us, right? but they also had some stuff that Toys R Us didn't have mm-hmm. that I was pretty interested in, so uh, I remember getting uh, Annie Ann's pretzel, yes. uh, getting an Orange mm-hmm. Julius, yes. and then going to KB Toys, and just kind of walking up and down the aisles as my mom was next door looking at uh something else so definitely some good memories i think if they were to make a comeback i would probably stop into whatever location popped up around here if there was one yeah Mm -hmm. just kind of reflect yeah zach you remember kb oh yeah i remember well um we uh it's it's funny you know like Toys R Us, you're you're making a point to go out to Toys R Us. Like, hey, we're going to Toys R Us. Right. You know, KB Toys. It's like, hey, we're going to the mall as a family. Yeah. And KB Toys is there. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, sometimes I can remember times where my mom specifically would walk past the hallway that KB Toys was in because she didn't want right. <laughs> to have to stop in that <laughs> yeah. store. Um, I can remember a time, um, at Northwest Plaza when, yeah, um, my, uh, my sister was babysitting me and she, we weren't supposed to leave the house. So she took me to KB toys to shut me up, <laughs> which actually that worked up until right now. So, um, <laughs> you know, just little things like that. But, you know, uh, if it's, if it's coming back, is it going to come back in, in malls like the way it used to? Or? I, I would assume so. I think it was primarily a mall store like i don't know if there was any standalone i can't think of kb any. toys yeah, I right I, kn- I know but is that is that they're what they're trying to do if they I think, come I, back i think as of their announcement in march yeah they're looking to occupy some malls i just don't i just gotcha. don't know if it would come here at all or what but uh hypothetically i would think they might put it in like the galleria or chesterfield well, yeah not chesterfield but like yeah i'm definitely hitting up yeah 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 so steven it, it feel it feels like were with KB Toys, it's a, it was more full bodied experience because you'd hit up other stores in the mall. But yeah, it, it's a, it's exactly like uh, Jeff and Zach were talking about. I think KB was so special because it was a part of your mall experience. Um, but I remember since it was smaller, it was more wall to wall toys, and I I can just see everything in my head right now. Um, I remember where the Power Rangers section was. I remember where the holiday specific stuff was. I it's just it was so special and i would i would almost say i have might have fonder memories of kb than sure. toys r us but toys r us was still amazing just like kb and just toy stores in general yeah all right how are you guys feeling bummed out pretty bummed <laughs> thoroughly thoroughly bummed out we thoroughly shouldn't bummed. have done this <laughs> why did we <laughs> i don't know i don't know how i can go back out to the world now <laughs> it, it kind of feels that way in a weird way <laughs> like it's i mean but gotta grow up sometimes i guess yeah which is counterproductive to the song but <laughs> no one's really toys r us kids anymore so we're all vulnerable <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> gl- very existential <laughs> <laughs> we're all vulnerable kind of tra- trailed off <laughs> we're all vulnerable <laughs> uh anyway i'm just i'm glad we could sit and reflect uh hopefully Mm -hmm. uh the listeners will share the same experiences i know circumstances are different or particular interests are different like we all didn't share the same interest we had different answers for different questions 
Um, but I'm sure they share, the listeners, I'm sure they share great fondness for a store that really did um, represent the whimsy and imagination of childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, if you haven't already, go follow us on Instagram at PropergentsPod. Use hashtag PropergentsPod. If you, if you share anything you would like us to see, use that hashtag. Um, if you want to share with us your Toys R Us memories or any other inquiries or future episode ideas you would like to hear, shoot us an email at propergentsprods at gmail.com. That's propergentsprods, P-R-O-D-S, at gmail.com. Well, it's been a pleasure sitting with my best buds today. Yeah. Would you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Well, for, w- for what it's worth, you guys are my best good friends. So, <laughs> well, okay. I'm oh. Matt. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. I'm Steven. I'm Zach. And we are the proper gentlemen. Signing off. See you guys later. really took you in from ice to train to be.